Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Did I do that? Did Uncle seriously just ask if he did that? Oh, this guy is unbelievable. He's got the nerve to straight do something and then say, Did I do that? Come on. Yes, you did that. You were walking around all clumsy and knocking stuff over. We all saw you do it, Steve. Just snapping his suspenders like it didn't do nothing. You did it, Steve. You know you did it, dude. Yo, but for real, Jaleel White is a comic genius. This is insane, you guys. Yo, this is sexy. (laughs) (laughs) Broadcasting live from the internet, it's Tuesday night, and this is the PanelsOnPages.com podcast with your host, Lee Rodriguez. At the end of the day, babies are terrible people, and I'm not sorry for saying it. Jason Nyes. Motherfucker, I won best costume. Jose Guzman. Yeah, I know nothing about Firestorm, except for his hat's always burning. And Kelly Harris. Boy, love, it appears we got a penis in the mail. (laughs) I glued my fucking eyes shut! (laughs) I just want to see all these Yelp reviews of Jose's jizz. (laughs) Oh, sorry, I knocked over the salt. Like you had anything better to do. What's going on, kids? Uh, today is Tuesday, uh, February 7th, 2017. This is episode number 370 of the com podcast, flagship title of your podcast network. I hear there's a new show on that vision. It's pretty fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm your host, your Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez, and joining me on the line tonight, we got Mr. Jason Nyes. You boys done playing Tickle Butt? <laughs> and Kelly Harris. Bringing Tickle Butt to the mask. <laughs> <laughs> Did you seriously have a Tickle Butt comment planned? Kind of, yeah. It was in my. It was one of the ones I was thinking of. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so Lee, in case you didn't see it tonight on SmackDown. Uh, I definitely did not. Tonight on SmackDown... There is Baron Corbin, The Miz, um, shit, um, Dean Ambrose and Daniel Bryan are in the ring, bitching about you know who's going to win an elimination chamber, so on and so forth. And AJ Styles' music hits. He comes out and he says, "Are you guys done? Are you done playing tickle butt? Huh?" It's <laughs> <laughs> great. Uh, Mary found out. Like Mary found a gift for me. And Tickle Butt just, it cackled me just so well. It just hit me right in in my funny bone. And then <laughs> Mary figured out why it hit me so perfectly. Because it sounds very similar to, You kin to that, hey, barber? <laughs> <laughs> Which might be my favorite line in movie history. Because it's it's just nonsense that actually makes sense after you think about it. That's a deep cut, man. But you boys, <laughs> you guys done playing tickle butt, huh? <laughs> and that's I was happy so... to hear that AJ Styles brought tickle butt to the masses tickle... because for the longest time that was uh, Chris Christopher Daniels and uh, Frankie Kazarian's thing. Oh, I didn't even realize that. I thought he 
he invented Ticklebutt. <laughs> no, he's bringing it to the masses, and they and they were thrilled on Twitter. Uh, Chris Daniels was very happy to see his friend bringing that to the world. Oh, uh, it, it's it's still you know much credit to those guys because it's still amazing. Ticklebutt. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit fire. I love oh. that we were uh, we were on the same wavelength, Kelly. Because <laughs> you do know. Every time I'm watching Raw, and every time they zoom in through the Raw logo, and it looks like the Illuminati <laughs> symbol, I think of you. <laughs> and I go, Illuminati, Illuminati. I, that makes me very happy. <laughs> I know it does. I know. I know. We're like, uh, like, we're under two months away from fucking WrestleMania weekend. Yeah, we fun. are. Yeah. We're on the, we're on, uh, like, what would you call it? We're on, like, the, 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 like, the sidewalk to WrestleMania. We're on like yeah, the, not quite the road yet. We're we're on like the 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 monorail to WrestleMania. Yeah, <laughs> we got plane tickets are bought. We're buying tickets to events and shit. So yeah, it's fucking happening. Yeah, and all of the events that we're buying tickets to are non WWE events because WWE <laughs> events are either sold out or too fucking expensive. God damn it. Yeah, yep. I'm gonna pay fifty five bucks to go to Access. No, I'm not gonna do that. No, no. 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 I'll gladly pay twenty dollars to watch Zack Saber Jr. and Pentagon Jr. break each other's <laughs> arms. Yep. <laughs> Goddamn right. Well, me and Jose saw Zack Saber Jr. at the Cruiserweight Classic. That's right, you did. Yeah. And the crowd chanted, Whoa, Zack Saber Jr. <laughs> to the tune of uh Seven Nation Army. Nice. You're going to get a lot of that because the Rev Pro Show is that's a British company, so there's going to be a lot of a lot of soccer ish chance. Oh, a that's a soccer thing from the crowd. I don't want to go all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you know you want to go. I do want to go. It's going to be great. It's going to be fun. You know, this inside baseball talk right now. But I was just thinking we should probably wait until the day of to buy our Kaiju Big Battle tickets because that show is late as fuck. Yeah. Right. And, and who knows? And who, you know, <laughs> some of us are fucking old, so. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't think we have to worry about them selling out. Okay, okay, good, I, good. I doubt it, yeah. yeah. I'll, yeah I'll, I'll, I'm definitely going to order my Revolver Pro ticket, if not this week, maybe next week when I get paid. Uh, just because, you know, I got to get that last Comrade X8 figure first. There's only one <laughs> left on Amazon right now. I don't want to lose that opportunity at 30 bucks. Come on now. What was the name of the other show that we bought tickets to? So the first one was uh, Revolver Pro Wrestling, okay. I think, and then the second one is uh, Revolution Pro. Okay, so... Not confusing at all. Yes. <laughs> you can see... Yeah, you posted that thing, and I'm like, didn't we buy tickets for that thing? <laughs> <laughs> didn't we already see that? Like, so yeah, Kelly's what? a little bit bummed because he found out this week that Tatanka's not going to be on the Revolution Pro <laughs> card. <laughs> And what made it even worse is that they replaced him with Adam Rose. Oh, God. Like, ugh. Maybe if they replaced him with Leo Kruger. Come on. <laughs> Maybe if they replaced him that someone that didn't try to profit off of domestic violence. Oh. No. You oh haven't my. seen his mugshot shirt? No. no. Yeah, it's a shirt of his mugshot when he was arrested for domestic violence. Yeah, but, but I, also, out of here. I also read his his account of the domestic violence and it, it seemed like a misunderstanding but that's also his account yeah and it's no even if it isn't it's still right. very gross <laughs> yeah. Yeah, even if like you know even if you really did nothing wrong at all that's still in super poor taste yeah 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 let's <laughs> let's move forward how about that <laughs> yeah, 
Uh, let's see. Yes. Yeah. I, I am uh, super fucking tired. Uh, the missus is out of town uh, again. With a she, little baby. Such a tiny little, little baby. baby. Yeah, uh, sister had a baby. She's an auntie for the first time. Taken to that very well. Very exciting. Uh, you know, but I don't well. get a lot of sleep in general. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, during the average week, work week, I get about 20 hours of sleep because I'm broken. So that, that's, but it kind of works out okay. The caveat to that is I got to have a day every seven to 10 days to just crash for like fucking 12 hours to get the reserves up. And I haven't had those days lately because every time I need to have one, she's gone. And Jax traipses his merry ass in my room at seven o'clock in the morning on a Saturday because he has no fucking heart. Yeah, there's fucking human lives that you have to take care of. Yeah, and I got to fucking like, you know, sleep with my head on a fucking swivel now, too. Because, you know, he's like the Raptors in Jurassic Park. He's figured out doors and shit. <laughs> <laughs> you just never know when he's going to come traipsing into a room, man. It's fucking crazy. So we didn't have the wherewithal to take the knob off his door and replace it with the one that doesn't lock. Because we can't have his ass <laughs> locking us out of his room. <laughs> That's just a bad idea. So I'm just fucking wrecked as hell. Uh, she did take Buster with her, though, this time. Nice. Which- oh, that's cool. It's kind of awesome because I hate that fucking scratchy sound he makes on the door. I hate it so much it makes me want to die. Yeah, it's pretty annoying. I'm pretty sure that sound is going to be the sound I hear, like the last sound I hear before I die. (laughs) I don't mean to imply that Buster is going to outlive me. I'm sure he will not. But, you know, as I'm about to shuffle loose this mortal coil, that's going to be the sound that plays in my head before I die. And then Buster will meet me in hell. (laughs) I'm I'm sure that's what's going to happen. I discovered yesterday in particular that, you know, Buster does have a somewhat crucial role in this little ecosystem we built for ourselves here. You know, what that basically means is now when Jack drops food on the floor, I got to pick it up like a fucking chump. It's <laughs> <laughs> a total fucking drag. Like, you know, like he's dropping spaghetti. I'm like, oh, Buster's going to get, oh, God damn it. Oh, that's gonna be better get a paper towel. Shit. Did you look at the bird and be like, it's your turn now? <laughs> yeah, babe. Fucking earn your keep, bird. Get out on the floor and eat that. Yeah. Eat them noodles. It's just like it's like seed. Yeah, it's good stuff. Uh so yeah, that that's it's it's been it's been kinda cool. Um we've had a good time. We've played toys fucking a lot, Jesus Christ. Playing toys, that's my favorite. Yeah, played lots of toys. It's been it's been a goddamn blast. Uh Jax's loving all my shit. Zoe's suddenly taking interest in things now, it's crazy. But it was a couple days ago, we're up here. I don't remember what we were doing or what the context was, but Jax is on the floor, just surrounded by these Power Ranger robots and shit like that. And he just goes, ah, I love this stuff. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> melt. Yeah, crack me up. That's my boy. <laughs> that was really good. They, well, um, I mean, you, you mentioned playing toys and Power Rangers. Uh, what about your Instagram video of Goldar? <laughs> <laughs> like, we were we were watching uh, some Power Rangers thing on Netflix eating dinner the other night, and I remember I was like, uh, "Oh man, Goldar is the fucking best." And there's you know, there's gonna be a point. I think it's next season where you know he's like he lives in in Bulk and Skull's apartment. And it's hilarious, you know. And then I started riffing on like you know what Goldar would be like as a roommate, <laughs> you know, it's like you know. 
I clearly put my name on the yogurt in the refrigerator. Why did you eat them? <laughs> Shit like that, you know? <laughs> and then next thing I know, I'm scolding Zoe for not picking up her laundry as Goldar and shit. <laughs> on the internet. And she yeah. chucked a pillow yeah. at your face. Well, of course, out on the internet. What am I not going to capitalize on that? That was a good bit. Yeah, it was. It was a yeah, quality was. gag. So, yeah, I tried to teach Mary how to do the Goldar voice tonight uh, to, to minimal success. <laughs> <laughs> I, like the the more like whenever he goes on a monologue or something, it's obviously it's it's, just, it's one note. Like you got to hit the rasp and hit the pitch and just maintain the pitch. Like his voice never fluctuates. Like, just no, a never. constant, just a constant shout. Like Goldar can't tell a secret. You know what I mean? Like it can't be done. Like All the right. only time you can tell he gets mad is he talks just a little bit faster. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All right, I, I brought Mary in here. I'm gonna have her practice her goldar voice real quick you see you see you guys will see how well she's done with uh my help with her practice so go ahead all right let's have it all right (laughs) from remember it's from the throat give me like a you start with the and then you go from there (laughs) come on just give me i just imagine that i'm kimberly Hey, Kimberly! <laughs> Get out of here! Yeah, cool. Get out of here! That's awful. <laughs> solid, solid attempt. Uh, so yeah, that, that's what we do with our life now. It's all right. It's pretty it great. Doesn't... It's pretty great. It's fucking great. You know, it's we talk about tickle butt and we do Goldar impressions. You know, not not yeah, too bad. Why not? Why the fuck not? <laughs> uh, so yeah, the. Oh shit! I almost uh, I didn't talk about this online or anything either. Uh, they closed schools on Friday here in town. We got uh, text messages on Thursday that said, "Due to rampant illness, the county is closing the schools on Friday." Oh wow! Apparently, twenty percent of the student body of one of the high schools was out sick on Thursday. With that herpily herpilies, like, <laughs> like never went and. <laughs> And then, like, another, so 20% were not there at all. And they sent another 110 kids home on Ooh. Thursday. And I, you know, I get this message, and the Nicole sent me the, the copy, and I said, holy fuck. I'm like, there are literally scary movies that start this way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is fucking crazy. And luckily, everything's back to normal for now. But I'm keeping <laughs> a fucking eye on these little bastards because you never know what's going to happen. It's terrible. And uh, last thing I'll talk about real quick is Zoe and I had this, like, fucking trailer-watching party a few weeks ago and, you know, ended up on the War for the Planet of the Apes trailer. And I'm like, fuck yeah, Planet of the Apes. I love the, I love that shit. And it occurred to me that she's never seen any of those movies. So we watched uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes the other day. And God damn it, such a good movie. We had a fucking blast watching She was... Super into it. She's crying and shit at the end. I'm kind of crying and shit at the end. It's fucking great, you know? And, you know, Nicole texts, what are you guys doing? Zoe says, I'm watching Rise of the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> sends her picture of the movie, whatever. To which the mother of my children, love my life, just responds back, all capital letters, BORING! <laughs> <laughs> now, bear in mind, this is a woman who came home last week after watching A Dog's Purpose saying it was a perfect movie. So your opinion is fucking suspect. <laughs> so reincarnating dog movie, perfect. Planet of the Apes, boring. boring. <laughs> Hyper-intelligent monkeys, get the fuck out of here. 
Yeah, that's all I got. How, how have you been, Kelly? Oh, I've been real sick. No, really? Is that right? <laughs> I've been very, very sick. Yeah, we were going uh, to a podcast last night, and uh, Kelly's like, no, can't do that. I'm having a fever dream. So Yeah. Yeah, it was just kept sh- uh, shifting between sweating and shivering. It was a lot of fun. And then I slept for 12 hours that night. Like, Jeez, 12 Christ. uninterrupted hours. Nice. I don't think I've ever done that. Because normally at some point I'll wake up and either have to go to the bathroom or like just like, oh, it's four. I guess I can roll over and go back to bed. No, just 9.45 to 9.45. <laughs> Woke up in a puddle of piss feeling amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then to, and then it, well, I woke up I was still kind of wobbly because I still had a fever. Jesus but then Christ. today I feel good now. So all it took was staying home from work on Friday and Sunday and not doing a podcast Sunday night and then sleeping 12 hours. And now I'm doing okay. God damn. And whatever you had, think, you gave it to Jose through the internet. And yeah, and I gave to, I guess, all of Lee's town. <laughs> yeah, the whole goddamn town went shop. <laughs> That's like some pandemic shit, man. Yeah, it's it's going around. It's getting around. No thanks. So, so I'm sure whatever, you know, top-notch ace person Trump puts in charge of, like, the CDC is going to do a great job keeping this shit in check. Right, yeah. 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 Hell. It's just going to be a box of AIDS-infected shit. <laughs> I was going to make a joke earlier today about how, you know, I'm just as qualified as Betsy DeVos to be Secretary of Education. But, like, I think I'm actually more qualified. Yeah, probably more. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure any one of us is actually more qualified. For pick a reason. (laughs) It's fucking ridiculous. (laughs) Well, there's the one tweet that's been going around today that's like, the cover letter to my resume from here on out is going to be, uh, if Betsy DeVos can be, uh, you know, Secretary of Education, <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I'm qualified for any fucking job. Yeah, no shit. Not wrong. Not wrong. Yeah, really setting the bar low in a lot of places real fast. So it's gonna be a fun couple of years. Watch, watch that vote live this afternoon, and I was hearing a lot of no's, and like intermittent, intermittent eyes and then uh it came down to the end and they're like all right the nose have a vote of 50 the eyes have a vote of 50 let's go to the tiebreaker mike pence i'm like fuck fuck this <laughs> <laughs> fuck everything yeah wonder how that's gonna go right so we're glad you're feeling better kelly because uh yes. you were sick for a while <laughs> I, I was it, it started last week, like last week on the show. I was I had the sniffles, so it was a good week. I wouldn't call it a good week, but it it was a week. But yeah, that's that's pretty much all I got. I really haven't done. I watched John Wick. That was a thing I did. That's John Wick movie. rules. Yeah, that's a good movie. Yeah, it's fucking wild as hell. Yeah. What else did I watch? I watched Akira for the first time. Shakira? Akira? Yeah. <laughs> I think I might enjoy da, 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 da. Yeah, for a minute I thought you said Shakira. I'm like, <laughs> what, when did you watch Shakira for the first time? <laughs> I won't give up. I won't give in. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys heard of this Shakira? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a great uh, Billy on the Street bit where it's, does Shakira know about this? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, Yogurt. 
Oh, that's pretty funny. That is solid. A plus. So, uh, how was your Akira experience? I also have never seen it because anime. It was good. I I, I think I prefer the book, uh, the the manga a bit more, but it'd be Isn't hard. It like a thousand pages. Yeah, it uh, it's like six volumes of in each that are like three hundred pages. So yeah. it'd be real hard to adapt that into a two-hour movie. So yeah, they did the best sense. job they could. They kind of. It was interesting to see how they shifted around various characters and like oh, just put them in different roles, but still gave them the same character arc. Huh. They were just like, because there was one character that showed up and they just made it someone they went to school with. And at the first point, she was like some sort of servant to someone. So it's like, okay, it was, it was a nice, easy fix for a character that wasn't really around in the early parts of the book but they were able to do that in the movie. And it helped uh, a lot that it was written and directed by the guy that wrote and drew the manga. Oh, no shit. That's cool. Yeah. So it's like, okay, he knows what he's doing. That's cool. Yeah. I like him that shit happens. Yeah. yeah, yeah that, the the DVD movie. many years ago, like, you know, it was like, you know, eight bucks at Walmart so I bought it. And it looked great. Great digital remastering, all that shit or whatever. But it turned me off because the, uh, the, voice cast and all it was a new recording new audio like new cast for everything and it fucked me up because i'd seen akira on vhs like you know a dozen times and yeah. so it sounds a certain way yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, not what it sounds like anymore and it's weird bunch of wrong sounding muppets exactly that but for <laughs> every fucking character in the movie so did you which was the version you were used to the was it the well it was i should say was the one that you were used to the one with adam from uh power rangers as uh, the main character? Uh, no, I don't think it could have possibly been. No. Adam from Power Rangers. There was an Adam? Yeah, John Young Bosch. Yeah. Was he, he plays, um, I can't think of his name. Second, was he second Black Ranger? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, no, uh, the original one was uh, Cam Clark played Kaneda. So okay. he, he was uh, Leonardo in Ninja Turtles, the original Leonardo. Ah, okay. so just Leonardo just shouting Tetsubo all the goddamn time. That's what he's, and Cam Clark does not sound like Johnny Young Bosch. No, even a little bit. <laughs> so it's like seriously, it fucked me up real. And for a minute there, you know, I'm watching it. I'm like, was it always like this? <laughs> like, like, am I just? Am I just wrong? <laughs> but then it became abundantly clear I was not wrong. <laughs> I ended up. I didn't watch it with the American voice cast. I, I watched it subtitled because oh, that's that's of, how I am now. Of course, <laughs> Mister likes <laughs> Japan shit. <laughs> that's just how I am now. Can't can't watch dubbed things. Sounds weird. On that same token. I'm not a huge... I, I don't give two shits about Ghost in the Shell. And uh, I've gone on record as... To to be not a huge Scarlett Johansson fan. But uh, have you guys seen the trailers for the Ghost in the Shell movie? No. Oh, uh, it'll it'll uh, make something in your pants happen. Oh, like <laughs> that, is it? <laughs> a, a plus. Right on. So aside from creeping on uh, Scarlett Johansson, what you doing, nice? Uh, okay, let's see here. Uh, the main focus of this week was 
looking for a new place to live. Uh, our lease is up at the end of this month, and we're looking to find a place closer to Mary's work because she drives about an hour to work uh, every day and then back an hour. And That sucks, but... Yeah, she doesn't like that at all. And uh, I pretty much have to roll out of bed and stumble uh, three rooms in my pajamas to get to work. So that's right. not that's not super fair. Nope, 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 nope. So we've been looking for places, and, uh, you know, it's not super fun, and it's not uh, super easy, and uh, see a lot of garbage, a lot of dumps, and dealing with a lot of different, you know, landlords and shit like that. I, I can't think of any specific uh, stories besides uh, stopping at a McDonald's uh, during the day uh, on Sunday when we were house hunting, them getting my order wrong. I, you know, opened up, I ordered a, you know, this isn't involved with house hunting, but it happened. So I open up the, uh, I ordered a double quarter pounder of no onions. That's usually one of my standard orders. They okay. brought me a quarter pounder, no onions, no pickles with bacon. So it was wrong. So well, I that's, took, that's not even in the fucking neighborhood. Well, I mean, it's, it's <laughs> quarter pounder, no onions. It, it's, you know, close, uh, you know, and I opened it up and lifted up the bun to check what it was. So I bring it up to the counter, tell them it was wrong. They take it from me and they put it back on the line. They put the, they put the sandwich oh, I touched back good. on the line. And there were there was a guy standing next to me when I went up there. And you could have put your dick in that <laughs> exactly. And I see them put it back on the line, but I'm I don't consider that they're actually going to give it to somebody. And then they grab it and they give it to the guy standing next to me. And I'm thinking, what? oh, my God, I should say something. But they're going to have to, you know, I'm clean and they're going to have to remake it. And it's just going to make a scene. So maybe I won't say anything. <laughs> so I didn't. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, shit. I'm not going back to McDonald's for a while because. No. Like, standard operating procedure is. If anyone returns any food to the counter, you throw that shit in the trash, or you let Gotta them keep it, it. Yeah. or you let them or keep I've it. Them, I've had them be like, you know, okay, yeah, we'll fix that. Yeah, yeah. Do you I, want this? I would have been you fine. Want, you want this one too? You know, I would have been fine with eating a quarter pounder with bacon on it. You know, I, yeah, I, I would have made that sacrifice. But I watched this poor guy take this thing that I had put my fingers on. And he probably this ghost in the cell trailer right now. Oh yeah, yeah. there's some, yeah. The stuff happening there. Yeah, it's like, but it's what? also like it's. It looks like the fucking cartoon. It's super Japanese, which just makes Scarlett Johansson being in it that much weirder. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we did have some time in between a couple of our appointments. Uh, we had like an hour to kill, so I was like, "Fuck it!" I haven't been to a Toys R Us in forever. So uh-huh. we went and we peed at Toys R Us, and we walked around and looked at toys. And uh, one of the things that caught me off guard the most, and I posted this on Kerouac's Twitter or on Kerouac's Facebook. Uh, he doesn't use Twitter. Come on, uh, you know his mom's not on Twitter. Brevity's <laughs> <laughs> not his strong suit. <laughs> they had all of their Marvel Legends in on slabs in acry- that. That's super fucking weird. In acrylic yeah. cases. Not uh, behind like a glass case or anything, like on a on a regular shelf that you could just pick pick one up and take it up to the counter. Still twenty bucks a piece, but they had some extra security on them. And I asked Kerouac about it, and 
he didn't really have an exact answer. He, he, you know, it wasn't a company policy. But my theory was that people were opening up packages and digging in for the build-a-figure parts and then putting the packages back on the yeah, shelf. Yeah, it could be. Probably. I mean, the main pro- maybe maybe that wouldn't be such a problem if Marvel Legends weren't $20 a piece. How about that? Man, I went to... <laughs> uh, I recently got a Sentry, finally, because it was $7 on clearance at Target. Nice. Got that fucker up. It's very cool. And uh, we went to Walmart to get grocery shopping last week at the kids, and they had like a... A whole gang of figures that have been there forever in the clearance aisle. Marvel Legends. It's like on a, on a ship, just stacked like six deep, you know? With covered in dust, probably. We it saw the same shit covered at in Walmart. Dust. Yeah, literally. literally covered in dust. So I'm like, oh shit. So I'm like, I'm going to get a Scarlet Witch and I'm going to get a Captain Marvel, all this stuff, you know? Because like at this point, I kind of seem to replace some of the ones that I have that are shitty. Like that, you know, that Scarlet Witch figure from back in the day is hot garbage. That Scarlet Witch might be one of the worst legends of all time. If not the worst legend, <laughs> you know. I don't even remember that one. Which wave was it from? Oh, it like, was the legendary four. writers. It was the yeah, same so wave as wave the seven, Hulkbuster. Yes. Yeah, hey, I'll find a picture, picture for it. <laughs> it's fucking garbage. Uh, <laughs> so I, I go over to the uh, uh, scanner, like one of the aisles, you know, and I'm like, oh, should I scan it up, and it says, you know, uh, see associate for. Assistance on this item. I'm like, oh, fuck it. There's no, no price for this in here. Okay, all right, all right. So you know, I trace my happy ass back to the electronics counter. I'm like, hey, what's the uh, what's the deal on this? And the guy scans it, and he says, uh, it comes up nothing. The same thing. He goes, oh, no price. He goes, he said, uh, he said, I'll give it to you for six dollars. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck yeah, this one too. And he scans it again. 1997. What fuck? <laughs> like it, it came up right away. Like the minute we were gonna <laughs> fucking roll the dice on this motherfucker, it comes up immediately. I'm like, God damn it! And he goes, "You still want it?" I go, "No, I don't still want it. Not for that." Like, I, said, I said two goddamn years ago, when this toy came out, I would get it when it went on clearance. <laughs> yeah, I had already stopped buying Legends well before when they started being twenty dollars a pop. But I just I I can't spend twenty dollars on an action figure. It's it's too much. You know what I will spend? I will spend ten dollars on a Hasbro style uh, action feature Kevin Owens exclusive yeah, to fucking Walmart, cool. which I've got I right saw here. A bunch of those last uh, that when I was there too, and those are pretty fucking cool. The, they aren't as cartoony as the old ones like kevin owens face is pretty like chill which it needs to have like a big like animated expression on it sure and you know it's there there's three points of articulation (laughs) but still that needs exactly three points of articulation i fucking power bombed a foot soldier yeah (laughs) i pop up power bombed a foot soldier because i didn't have a second WWE, you know, old school uh, Hasbro type figure yet. You know, they've currently they've got Kevin Owens, Roman Reigns, boo, uh, John Cena, Brock Lesnar. Those are the only ones that I've seen. And then they've got Undertaker and Ultimate Warrior. I probably would have bought both of those if I saw them. I'll eventually get a Brock, but I don't really want a Roman Reigns or a John Cena. (laughs) (laughs) But man, 10, 10 bucks, I'm all about it. It's cool. 
Yeah, I'll pay money for toys. I don't care. You know, I, it's not that. It's just, you know, not the like an old man. needs to be there. Yeah, and and to be fair, the new legends are quite nice. Yeah, they're beautiful. They, they are really nice, you know. But they don't really come with anything except to build a figure accessory. I don't give a fuck about except like. But then they do some shit like the the Scarlet Witch does have like her little magicy accessories and those things are the cool. Iron Fist has like nine hands, like so. Yeah, they're cool. I mean, the argument could be made that a couple of figures are are worth the twenty bucks, you know, especially yeah. to get different heads and shit. And that's fine, but you know. I legit remember the day, like, I paid $7 for my Bullseye Marvel Legends. And he came with a big-ass base. He was immaculately painted. He came with a comic book, like, you know. No, Bullseye, came, Bullseye came with a Galactus piece. You're right. Yep. That was the first one. Yeah, he had, so, yeah. so the Build-A-Figure piece in the comic book. You're right, yeah. But that's when the Build-A-Figures were fucking 18 inches tall. <laughs> Yeah, that Galactus is fucking bonkers. Remember when when they had a hit monkey build a figure? <laughs> and I think, they, I think they did Rocket Raccoon as a build a figure yeah. once too. Yeah, that that was a there real. There was X Men line where it was Puck. Yeah, that was a real fuck you to everybody. And then they did a they did a Fin Fang Foom, but they were like, we're spreading it out over two right, waves. Like, right, fuck you. You have to buy nineteen oh. ugly Hulk figures to make Fin Fang Foom. Yeah, and they were ugly. <laughs> They were not good. They were. They not. were really not good. <clears throat> I, I grandstand yeah. about not paying twenty dollars for an action figure, but then I consider buying a sixty dollar SH SH Figure Arts uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin with beer cans. <laughs> it's awesome, right? Awesome toys. <laughs> yeah. No, it's so nice. The sculpting is amazing. All four head sculpts are great. And then, of course, the heads? greatest accessory ever. That's fucking wild. Yeah. Yeah, it's a shame I, that the Hulk, that the the Hulk, the Rock figure looks like such garbage. <laughs> how did that happen? Yeah, I don't know. It does not look as good as Steve Austin. That's for damn sure. No, garbage is a little harsh, but it compared to the Steve Austin, it's nowhere near as good. Yeah, but I but I got the uh, I got a couple of the Common Rider X Eight figures, and I paid thirty bucks each for those. You know, but they are immaculately painted, and they're Japanese imports, so you're going to pay a little more. It's, yeah. I mean. I don't know why I have this hair in my ass about those legends, but I just do. <laughs> uh, uh, last thing I want to talk about is a little little Twitter business. Uh, first off, I feel that my rant about macaroni and cheese was severely unappreciated. Uh, I think I must have missed it. Uh, yeah, I missed it too. It was basically like, if your macaroni and cheese doesn't use macaroni, it's not macaroni and cheese. Like, it's whatever pasta that is and cheese like you know i'm not gonna put fucking uh marinara on penne and call it spaghetti you know what i mean who's fucking around with you mac who's who's fucking around who's fucking you what's wrong nobody's fucking nobody's fucking me but you know mac and cheese is like the hot new thing everybody does like mac and cheese here mac and cheese there it's you know a trendy type of food like People put mac and cheese on everything, or they make fancy mac and cheese, but none what? of it uses fucking macaroni. It's all like uh, different types of. Po- it's sh- like shells or rotini or something like that. You know, it's it's not mac. And- if it doesn't have macaroni and cheese, don't call it mac and cheese. Or no, th- if, no, the- if it's I, not, I will agree with that. <laughs> like it's the dish is named after the shape of the pasta. It's yeah. a, the, the dish named after literally what the fuck it is. Right. It is macaroni and it is cheese. 
end of ingredient list. <laughs> and then, uh, so yeah, go to my Twitter to check out my rant about macaroni and cheese that was uh, wildly unappreciated. And then I have to talk about this uh, Twitter story that I found tonight. Uh, thanks to Ben from AwesomeCon, he retweeted it. Uh, it is a story by at Jaquez, Jaquez, <laughs> but the uh, screenshots are from at Nico Ugly. I will link it in the chat right now, uh, and then I will read this story because okay. holy balls. Uh, all right, here we go. Jacqueline at Jaquez, Jaquez writes... I've already told so many people, and I'm about to tell all of Twitter, the craziest real-life true story I heard this week. This girl, she's real, went on a Tinder date with this guy, first date. So date goes well, and they hook up after the date, they have sex and whatever, and she lets this guy come all over her face and chest. Well, the next day, she wakes up with a rash all over her face and chest area. I hate where this is going already. (laughs) (laughs) she wakes up with a rash all over her face and chest area where he came so she reaches out to him and lets him know she's got a rash rash so she's going to the doctor she goes to the doctor and the doctor says it's not any type of std sti so she'll have to see a dermatologist she goes to the dermatologist and the dermatologist tells her she has tiny parasites (laughs) under her skin where the rash is and this is where it gets fucking crazy. The dermatologist says that there are only two ways a man can get these types of parasites in his semen. One, if he's having sex with animals. Or two, sex with dead people. Uh. So she looks this guy up on Facebook and guess where the fuck he works? A morgue. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh. Nothing Ooh. about this is okay. Fuck, man. <laughs> and then I watched some TV. L- I'll talk about that in the comics segment. There's a lot to unpack. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's terrible. Did you see where that was going, Lee? You seemed you seemed like you had heard this story before. No, but just parasites. That can't be good. No good's no. going to come from this at no. all. Like, this. Ugh. So, like, if the parasites are in his semen, like, they're in, That's they're, gross. they're all over. Like, they're in his yeah. blood, right? Yeah, that means, that, that means they're just camping out in his balls. <laughs> well, and probably Ooh. everywhere. Yeah, yeah. He's probably got those parasites in his saliva. I think I've literally seen a scary movie that starts that way, too. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this movie called Contracted. It starts. It's basically like this movie Contracted starts. It the movie is basically uh, the the chick who's like the first person in a zombie outbreak. But you know, because she gets a disease from some guy that she banged. Like that's how the fuck that movie happens. That's crazy town. So, goddamn. Two things off the bat. One. Glad I'm not single, because Tinder sounds horrible. And two, glad I'm not a chick. Most days, but especially on days like this, when I realize that I'm never going to have to have the discussion with anybody, 
How about you don't come on my face and chest? <laughs> well, I mean, would you rather would you rather he came inside of her? No. In this case, I'm going to say no. Definitely not. But, you know, goddamn. Does nobody, does people just not use condoms anymore? Or she swallowed. Oh, condoms oh, are no. gross. Condoms are lame. <laughs> goddamn, that's terrible. It's, like... Maybe I'm old-fashioned, but I feel like you have to work your way up to that. Mary <laughs> like Mary posted a Snopes link uh, in regards to... I don't know if it was specifically this story. It was TLDR, but a similar story. And she says it's fake. So thanks for ruining our fun, Mary. <laughs> but, what like, fun? better what than fun? it's... Ooh, I thought we were having fun. Oh, it's amazing! Still, it was oh, a, it was a it, it was a well written Twitter story. It got a, story. it got a lot more response than my uh, macaroni and cheese rant. So, <laughs> uh, oh, I've I've never wanted anything to be a lie so much in my life. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ, amazing, amazing! You guys, uh, you guys are ready for, so, for a for, trip to the uh, mailbag for some mail. Uh, let me. You guys ready for some mail? Let me let me play Mailed the sounder it? real quick. It's been a while since I actually played the sounder. Look at all this right? fan mail. There it is. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm send us some proper mail. You can send it to <laughs> hopcast at panelsonpages.com. Just throw uh, that out there. Th- th- this mail isn't to us. <laughs> it's to your friend and mine, Todd Crisley. Oh my god. <laughs> This, uh, I've heard from multiple people that this is their new favorite podcast segment. <laughs> it should be. Uh, Goldie writes, uh, on February 2nd, she writes, Hey, Todd, love you all. Thanks, Goldie. Oh, so this isn't like, they're still doing this. This is like a new thing that people are still doing. Yeah. Uh-huh. On February 3rd, Jack writes, uh, would love to meet you. I never miss your show on TV. Good job with the kids. No punctuation. <laughs> is your spelled correct? Is, is it your or your? It's you are. Yep, yep, yep. Of course. Yep. Not the right one. It's funny. Nice try, Jack. It's funny because if you search Todd Chrisley memes. Okay, let me see if you search. What happens when you search Todd Chrisley? <clears throat> Todd Chrisley memes. Uh, maybe it comes up second because I already like Todd Chrisley memes. But it comes up second, but second behind Todd Chrisley, who has ah. almost 2 million likes, and Todd Chrisley memes has 1,079 likes, <laughs> which is criminally low, but apparently enough to be getting constant messages. Jessica writes, uh, first she just sends a picture of two ugly-ass kids. Oh. <laughs> and then she says, hey, Todd. We meme a payment. My mom, her name is Jessica. My dad, his name is Scott. And my brother is Ethan. And my name is Brooke. We love your shows. They are the first. And the oldest brother is the funniest. We meme a payment? We meme a M-I-M-A. Oh. There is no fucking punctuation to this. This doesn't make any sense. Is the last time you updated this page june of last year probably <laughs> well it looks like september of last year find someone that looks at you like chase looks at todd 
Yeah, that was probably the last thing I posted. Yeah. Oh, just, okay. It's just in photos. I see it. Okay. I'm back. I don't. I'm bad at Facebook. But not as bad as these motherfuckers. Fucking ugly ass kids looking at me. And one of the the first comment on the find someone that looks at you like Chase looks at Todd. The first comment is Kathy Geiger. Todd, I noticed something that I need to ask you. Chase was in an episode to have his tattoo removed, but on the Rustic Vacation episode, Chase was with Parker by the pool, and there it was, the same tattoo we seen being removed. How is it that John 316 was back on? I guess my question is, how did he had it replaced? Oh my god. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Kathy Geiger. Oh. Beverly writes... Uh, you and your family are the highlight of my life. Long lives and love to all of you. I'm Beverly from Tennessee. And then she says in a second message, don't know how to send this. It's very beautiful. Then uh, an hour and a half later, (laughs) she figured out how to send this picture, which is a picture of text that says, one day one of us will not be here, and then it will be too late to say I love you. So I love you. Forward to everyone you love. If you get back more than five, you're a lovable person. See, th- this, that's why I hate fucking Facebook. <laughs> God, Jesus. <laughs> Thanks, Beverly. Ugh. And that, that, that's the mail. Jesus Christ. We need, uh, even though you guys can't hear it, we need a Todd Chrisley male sounder. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. Oh, that's the worst. I'm going to make a post that encourages people to send me things. Oh, please do. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible. Let's take a quick break. We'll be back in a minute. I gotta go wash this taste out of my mouth. (laughs) Both illiterate Chrisley fans and this awful morgue story so <laughs> sleep tight kids uh, <laughs> we're back in a minute All right, love you kids bye break Froze over when you thought you could hold Yoda with flows older than the first sold cold soda. Grow mo for my bros, those roll whole soldiers. Them sinkos are at it again. Blow dojo. I am like Iron Mike. Back in the day, my ramen Zion height, defying flight, try and bite like a razor and a candy apple, a taser and a jammy tackled by a neighbor with a family shackles. Labor and a man is gaffled. I get angry, I sit bombs on your rich line. I was brought up Muslim and Christian. I've been studying Chrislam. That's not a thing, so I place this John in your chick's palm. Give her something beautiful. To kiss on till I spit one to her lip balm. Yeah. I've been rhyming since Reagan in politics. Polished it, then got a big while I got all of my dollars sit to the wallet split. Then I got a sick the castle, you got exist. Cause a lot of chicks holler, Mr. Chopper, you hottest shit. Ah, they say I'm the best at what I do. After me, it's five, four, three, and two. Sometimes I think they all gum bumping. So I tell them all to put that on something. Sriracha. I put that on everything. 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 Yeah, I guess I'm supposed to cover that fast flow. Woo! 
I guess I'm supposed to come with that gas flow, but no, I'ma just spit it, I'ma get it good, wish you would, tell me what I should do, I don't know, hit the dough, uh, yeah, feel like I've been here before, maybe I have, but I can't fuck with it, hit them with a semi-automatic, watch them duck with it, speaking on lyrical ability, everybody in my vicinity, blowing in mind like Kennedy, I got no love for the enemy, somebody tell me the remedy, I'm like, what's good, been fine, tell me what's on your mind, rewind this shit, my message is beyond this shit, I put that on everything, I'm just being honest shit, so what's up, hold up, tech, I'm sorry for the hold up, but I've been on the road, should've had this verse to your ass a long time ago, when I put that on everything, I ain't had a minute to myself, but I've been living like I ain't finna see tomorrow, I ain't focused on the wealth, I've been living good, I've been feeling fine, Pastor Sriracha, I put that shit on all of mine, busting like Columbine, combined with a terrorist mind that's been confined to four walls for some time. They say I'm the best at what I do, after me it's five, four, three, and two. Sometimes I think they all gum bumping. So I tell them all to put that on something. Sriracha. I put that on everything. 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 Sriracha, the flavor popper. We gotcha. Even haters chuckers. These choppers invade the knockers. Then blocker. Disintegrating every chakra. Eager to off ya. You can bet that we doing it proper. When I put the bullets in the fillet with a hoodie. And nobody, nobody gonna stop us. Nobody gonna top us. Don't even no option. Don't even no conscience. Don't even no I can achieve no problem. And even no I can see what they watching. TV with a DVD. I can't repeat when I see these streets shocking. Easy if an EB then I just eat beats like I'm easy E confident I eat meat like I'm EBT shopping Credit card max, spend the bars back Fuck your hoe, get branded, all that Run in your house and bring your heart back Some of your face and then the doormat Who got the keys to the branded Corvette? Can't catch me in a man in all black I've been on that shit since Captain on crack Fuck that, I've been nice way before that You can't ignore that, you can try though But you gon' end up next to Dido I'm that pen that wrote the Bible I'm on your skin like Vindelago Sing for the moment I hit the high note Someone please let Elton John know Tell the lieutenant of them head Camacho With a Catholic priest and a Pentecostal Why y'all niggas boogie boogie whack Get a nigga to the back Right in the middle of the back Jump in the river to the chat. None of you niggas Get it again, fucking a bitch in the way. Give me your moment to fall. I'm gonna fit in the car. I can do better than yours. I can be better than brawl. I can be better than all. Nobody wanna be hard. Better be ready for war. Tell me who ready for more. They say I'm the best at what I do. After me, it's five, four, three, and two. Sometimes I think they all gum bumping. So I tell them all to put that on something. Sriracha. I put that on everything. 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 Ripped Apparel is your one-stop shop for limited edition t-shirts featuring all the crap that you already like anyway. Every day you're going to see three new limited edition designs available only for 24 hours. That's just a single day. After that, they're gone forever. And uh, best yet, if you want to check them out, buy a little something, something, they're going to throw a little kickback to us, your folks, your friends here at the podcast. So go to panelsonpages.com, click that banner at the top of the page, or on the sidebar at pcn.panelsonpages.com, or you can just update your bookmark, check it on your phone every single morning. That's what I do. Uh, ripped, that's R-I-P-T dot panelsonpages.com. T-shirts start at just 10 bucks, and they'll kick us a little something every time. Help us keep the lights on, help us keep the podcast going, help us keep the side, side up, and get you a pretty cool T-shirt, man. Cool swag, cool shirts, good people, good deals from your favorite podcast so check it out rip.panelsonpages.com 24 hour limited edition t-shirts that are pretty damn awesome check it out and uh, now back to your regularly scheduled podcast so I, I know not, not is, you're not a huge fan of the the roast battle on comedy central i watched it but, a couple uh, times i did not like it did i uh, did i describe why i didn't like it I don't think so, no. Because I like the Comedy Central roasts because 
it's either I know the people that are doing the roasting or I know the people who they are roasting. With the roast sure. battle, I don't know who these fucking people are. And I don't necessarily know if they deserve it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Eh, I, I can see that to so some it's just, degree. It's just mean battle rapping. Right, yeah. But I love that shit, okay? <laughs> like, like that, I love that shit so much. And I watched the entire uh, second season like in one fell swoop the other day just because I had the ability to do so. And the shit was just hysterical. One of my favorite jokes was at this guy's expense. I'm going to drop a picture in the chat here of this guy. He was super fucking funny, by the way. He he almost got to the end. This guy, uh, Joe Dosh is his name. Super fucking funny. Great jokes all night, uh, the, every day. It was wonderful. But he got knocked out. I forget by who. But, uh, oh, no, it was a guy that actually made this joke. Uh, won the battle and went on after him. But this guy's Opal the Gay comic. Very, very funny. And so the guy that eventually won looked at him and said, your forehead is so big, it's like your head added a second story, so it would have more room to think about dicks. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. Fucking great jokes. Love that shit. But yeah, it is super fucking mean, but yeah, I love it. I forget who it was. It was Todd. That guy looked at Todd Barry and said, he's the first person he's ever met who looks like a pedophile and a child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that shit. Uh, we got some news to talk about, don't we? Yeah, man, we got some news. News. Let's we'll do, do it live. News. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. Fuck it. In five, five, four, four three. three. This is the Pop Top Six Pack of News for February 7th, 2017. Fucking thing sucks. The first full trailer for Netflix's Iron Fist debuted today, and it looks like Marvel and the streaming service will have another hit on their hands that stalls around Episode 8. Fuck you. The Super Bowl <laughs> Sunday spot for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 was the most talked about on social media, right behind people tweeting that the Falcons had the game won at halftime. That's a sports thing for you guys. That, that okay. Uh-huh. Uh, X-Men Supernova, the sequel to last year's abysmal X-Men Apocalypse, will wait, film this. Wait, wait, wait. Atlanta, the Atlanta Falcons were in the Super Bowl? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and they were what? they Fuck were out of here. They were up uh uh 28 to 3 after the half. What? All right. Whatever. And they ended up losing. It was weird. X-Men Supernova, the sequel to last year's abysmal X-Men Apocalypse, will film this summer because what else does 20th Century Fox have to live for after losing Star Wars? (laughs) Fans have petitioned for Zack Snyder to fill the director's chair vacated by Ben Affleck on The Batman because some men just want to watch the world burn. (laughs) Thieves who robbed the Eagle Moss Collections booth at New York Comic Con last year have been banned from the Javits Center and all future Reed Pop events with one of the su- suspects, organizer for Long Island's Eternal Con, arrested by the NYPD. All this because they were never able to keep up with their DC Comics chess set subscriptions. Aww. <laughs> and finally, Marvel CEO Ike Perlmutter has been caught on camera yet again, this time at U.S. Central Command headquarters with Donald Trump. But Perlmutter was un- unable to enter until Trump explicitly invited him in. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the Pop Top Six Pack of News for February 7th. 2017. Wow. Infotainment. 
I tell you what, guys. I didn't. I I was excited for Iron Fist because I've loved the Netflix shows, even though I joke that you know they're they get a little long in the tooth, and they could probably do with being you know eight episodes, ten episodes, whatever. Uh, so I was excited to see the Iron Fist trailer. I did not think I would get full body goosebumps from an Iron Fist trailer, especially after watching it a second time. <laughs> <laughs> and Lee, yeah. I saw you had a, a very similar reaction. Just something about that trailer. I don't know if it's the... yeah, legit, straight up. Yeah, the hair stood up on my arms. I think um, the music has a lot to do with it. The music is really great. Yeah, um, but looks fucking cool, y'all. Music is cool. Just I, mean, I like that guy. Like, and there's you know, Daredevil connections in it. I love all that shit too. So be, they're they're you know paying off the Madam Gal Steel Serpent shit they started two fucking years ago now. Oh, yeah, I love it. I love it. When I was first watching it, I I, <laughs> I thought that Iron Fist was Danny Masterson from that '70s show. <laughs> <laughs> not not a hard mistake to make. Yeah, no, for sure. They they realized like oh wait no I would have heard about that <laughs> yeah that have been that would have been a topical conversation hey he has a Netflix relationship with that dude ranch show he does, he does. yeah <laughs> is it a dude ranch show is it called the ranch I think it's called the ranch yeah I thought it was I thought it was just straight up called dude ranch <laughs> <laughs> uh, remember hey dude <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> Yes, I do. So, you know, it it's not really news, but it was great. It was great to it watch so today great. and super excited for it. Not much else to say about it. Super great. Looks all they got uh Rosario Dawson's all over that shit too. Yeah, she so she's going to be in it a lot looks like. She's going to end up banging every defender watch. <laughs> she's already two she's down, bad. right? Did she bang Daredevil? No. No. Close. No. Yeah, it came close, but it didn't actually happen. I can't wait yeah. for her to bang Jessica Jones. That'll be real nice. Oh, that's going to be Just a good that episode. white, milky skin against that n- nice, dark brown skin. Oh, God damn it, you guys. I'm watching the trailer now. Sorry. Oh, oh, <laughs> really good. Speaking... I thought you were getting excited about things Niles was saying. <laughs> Speaking about watching sex scenes. <laughs> After last week's show, I straight up downloaded the entire series of uh, Hot Springs Hotel, <laughs> and it is as awful as you remember it. The worst thing about it is the music during the sex scenes. It's like <laughs> rockabilly, uh, you know, royalty-free uh, jukebox music. It's like not sexy music at all. What the fuck is that about? Like, I remember, again, I feel like I'm showing my age a lot in this episode. But, like, you know, back in the day, you get music in your porn. But, like, now porn has no music. Except when it is, it's shit like that, and it's terrible. Nowadays, See, I, pref- I prefer no music. Yeah, nowadays, I, if I there's like music, music, I'm like, okay, this is a little too overproduced. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't like music at all in it. it may, a little like a, like, a, like a soft bed would not be bad. Like, otherwise, mm. just, you know, just... You know, <laughs> overly loud slapping and slurping, and it's weird. Yeah, <laughs> you need the rawness of it. I remember I once saw a, uh, I forget what it was, but the I rented a DVD, a porn DVD at one point, and 
Which I thought was fucking crazy because the reason I got that one is because it was uh, the box of the stories that it had a commentary track. And I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so like, okay, all right, I'm gonna watch this commentary track because I have to know. Was it, it was pirates? Just as bad as you think? It is. Was it pirates? Was no, it was. Um, I think it was a uh, one of the Devil Miss Jones movies. Oh, but like not one of the classic ones. Like yeah, that's it. Not like the classic Devil Miss Jones. It was like. Devil and Miss Jones 6 or some shit like that with some chick you never heard of. Backdoor Sluts 9. Yeah, something like that, right. But, you know, uh, so as I went to investigate the audio commentary, so you go into, like, you know, the options menu on the DVD or something like that, you know, whatever it was, options or setup or something like that, you know. And so it says, uh, you know, commentary track off or on. And then I don't forget the exact wording that it used, but I will never forget that there was an option Hey, where you can fine-tune the sound of the slurping in the audio mix of the movie. <laughs> nice. like, there's like three settings, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, that's something you can't do on the internet, guys. That's physical media all the way. Yeah. yeah. Physical media from fucking 12 years ago. But I don't remember if we mentioned it on the show last week when we were talking about Hot Springs Hotel, but oh, you, Lee, you found it on Amazon. For what was it? It was sixteen episodes. The yeah, first, like fifteen or sixteen episodes. The, which, the entire series, which I was really only, thought it was more, which was only one season, and it was fucking like four hundred and fifty dollars. I yeah, I found I that think it's just an Amazon seller. Like one guy yeah. has it. He's trying to make a shitload of money. He's it. probably the one guy that has it. Yeah, yeah. I found it on Pirate Bay, and it downloaded within you know like two hours and full DVD quality. Like, great. It looked great. I had to show my wife how great it looked. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure Mary was thrilled. I, I had to show her the weird tits. Uh, I We <laughs> shuffled they through. They do have the weirdest tits in well, the Well, the main character has really big, fake, t- round tits on a really skinny body. So it, it just looks really odd. So we, we shuffled through a few episodes. Just to just to show her, just to give her a crash course on Hot Springs Hotel. Yeah, that's the thing I'll say about any of those things because, like I said, every once in a while we'll, we'll put one of those weird things that are on, like the the Hulu for Showtime or whatever. These little softcore movies, and or like you know when we had a regular TV, they'd be on late night or something, and just even the ones that they make today, like the ones that they make today, which again, who they're for, I don't know. They have just the weirdest tits. Just <laughs> they're so bad. Just. <laughs> Balloonish, and they have like that, the create like you know from certain angles they have those weird like mylar balloon wrinkles in them. Yeah, they're just. Oh. I feel like they've gotten a lot better over the past fifteen years, though. But the ones in these did not. No, <laughs> no. Yeah, I think the overall technology, sure, yeah, but I, I don't know if these chicks are going bargain shopping or what. But they are rough, <laughs> just rough. God bless them, though. So yeah, Iron Fist, y'all. When is yeah. that? A- April? March? Uh, March. March 17th, I think. Oh, shit. Coming out on fucking St. Patrick's Day? That's crazy. So excited. So excited. Nothing like a, a white uh, karate master coming out on St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> My body is ready. <laughs> Netflix. So I'm going to go ahead and assume that neither of you watched any of the Super Bowl. No. No. Okay. I was no. watching Akira. Okay. Well, then, uh, all three of us completely missed the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 Super Bowl spot. 
including no, I, didn't. I full- saw it on TV on the internet. Yeah, 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 but you didn't see it live. And neither yeah. did I. Like I completely missed it. Like I was watching pretty diligently and then all of a sudden later on I start seeing everybody talking about the Guardians of the Galaxy 2 Super Bowl spot and then the extended version and never saw it on TV. So I don't know if it was on the pregame or um, while I was shitting, but Mary didn't see it either, and we didn't shit at the same huh. time. Well, thank God for that. Thank God. Oh, and <laughs> uh, I don't know exactly what this is, but I'm going to play it and watch it. Uh, John just linked Lady Gaga's first WWE WrestleMania moment in the chat. This chick, man, it was... <laughs> no, there's a better one than that. Uh, she jumped off two different things during her halftime show. She was standing on top of the fucking dome at the beginning, and they had drones with lights on them, uh, you know, synchronized by computers, and the drones were making shapes behind her as she stood on the roof of this dome, and then she fucking jumps. She jumps off the roof of the dome, and, and like, they don't follow her as she jumps, so she just disappears out of frame. (laughs) So one of the the mashups I saw was, you know, she's standing up there, and you hear Jim Ross and Jerry the King Lawler, and she jumps, and then it cuts to Shane McMahon jumping off the Hell in the Cell. Uh, It was similar to what uh, John just linked in the chat. And then yeah, at I the didn't end, see that obviously, but I heard it was pretty fucking astounding. It was dope. It was really great. She is a, an amazing performer, and it was a crazy performance. At the end, she fucking jumps off the stage, and as she's jumping off the stage, she catches a football. Ah, oh shit! <laughs> she does a fucking diving catch. It might have been one of the funniest Super Bowls ever. Uh, at one point, two guys. <laughs> okay, the second one John linked was uh, similar to the one I was talking about without the the slow mo. But at one point, two guys' helmets got stuck together. <laughs> like during the game? Yeah, like during the game, they got stuck together. Like uh, Mary described it as two kids with braces making out, and their braces <laughs> got stuck together. And at one point, one of the guys took his helmet off, so the other guy just had his helmet stuck to the front of his helmet. <laughs> it's fucking great. crazy. So yeah, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy uh, Volume Two spot. Uh, I love that they use Fleetwood Mac. If if you watch it, they use like um like an orchestral version of the baseline from the chain in the beginning before it kind of breaks into the actual music track. It's fucking great. I'm so stoked. Yeah, yeah it is. And. I think I am going to cut myself off from watching any more Guardians of the Galaxy. Because you know what? They haven't showed any Kurt Russell yet. No. And I don't want to see any. How about that? I don't want to see any until it's on screen. Yep. Absolutely. I said the same thing. I saw the... I watched the trailer. uh, I'm like, yep, okay. I am done. (laughs) God damn it, CBR. You fucking autoplay videos. Every goddamn time. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it was the most talked because, about. Yeah, every fucking article has to have a video attached to it. CBR, great. Yeah, we everyone wants that. Said no one ever. Which is weird because like 
it's the same content. Some usually it's the same content that's in the article. So it's like sometimes you, verbatim. If you don't want to yeah. read, here here we are. You know, saying it into a camera. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the the I think it's a working title for the next X Men movie is Supernova, and it's supposed to be about Dark Phoenix. Who cares? I'll bet it's- Great. Who cares? Those X Men movies are terrible. Ugh. Yeah. Stop I, I'm, it. You know, I'm calling it right now. Oh, fuck that movie. I, I'm. I'm. Not, I am not going to see that fucking yeah. movie. It's slow. <laughs> slow news week, so I threw it in there. Oh no, it's fine. But like, I, I'm. I. I said I was doing the X Men movies. Period. <laughs> but then Logan. Then that Logan trailer came out, yeah. and I'm like, oh shit! <laughs> like that Logan <laughs> movie looks great. And you know what? I shit on the idea of the legion tv show a lot it i looks think cool on one hand it's got the fact that it's another x-men property in live action that's probably not going to have anything to do with the x-men you know it's it's he's not going to be professor x's son probably right. it's not going to tie right. into any any sort of shitty continuity that they already had but then i'm like but it's on FX, and FX is pretty legit when it comes to their shows. Like, yeah, they just don't make bad TV. They, yeah, they generally don't make bad stuff. So, I'm pretty interested in checking it out tomorrow. Yeah. The, oh shit, that's tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Wow. wow. Okay. Maybe we'll fucking check it out. Why not? Because yeah, what's it gonna hurt to check out an episode? Because you're right, it's not gonna have anything to do with the fucking movies at all. It's just going to have a passing relationship with X-Men. They're going to say mutants a lot. If he ends up being Professor X's son, I'm going to be fucking amazed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, we say all this shit now and, like, you know, Cyclops in the first episode. Like, oh, shit, look at that. <laughs> they just fucking go for it. Like, oh, shit. It's Chris Marsden and everything. Like, oh fuck, I got him. <laughs> James Marsden. <laughs> That's what I said, Chris Marsden. <laughs> oh, poor James Marsden. <laughs> you know what? He's in fucking. Uh, he's in Westworld, and he's awesome in that show. Uh, James Marsden, the Chris Pine of the nineties, <laughs> dude. <laughs> oh, that straight. Up the Chris Pine of the night. Did you either? Of you guys watch the new uh, Wonder Woman International trailer? No, oh, it's no. Pretty, looks pretty good. Looks pretty good. Yeah. But then again, well, you know what? I was gonna say then again, but Batman v Superman looked kind of shitty to begin with. Yeah, Suicide right. Squad looked all right in some of the trailers. Who knows? I'm pulling for you, Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, boy, do I want it to be good. In this day and age, we need this Wonder Woman to be a huge hit. We well, need... I mean, Batman v Superman was a huge hit. Suicide Squad was a huge hit. Yeah, but we need Wonder Woman to be a huge hit and, and be good as well. Yeah. We need Gal Gadot to kick down the doors of the fucking White House. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Uh, so speaking about Batman v Superman and so on and so forth, uh, fans have started a petition at uh, I do believe it is move, uh, change.org, which um, let's just let's just shut that site down. Let's shut change.org <laughs> down because uh, nothing good comes from it. Uh, fans have petitioned for Zack Snyder to direct the Batman after Ben Affleck dropped out as director. Um, I 
am a Zack Snyder fan. I am certainly not a Zack Snyder apologist for Batman v Superman. I like Man of Steel. Uh, Batman v Superman is probably the only Zack Snyder movie I've seen that I did not like. Yeah, I, I am. I too am typically a fan. I think, but, but I don't a- like either of his DC movies. But after no. Batman v Superman, even if you like Zack Snyder, I think you. I think it's best that we pick another director. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How about literally anyone? Uh, one of the Look. rumors I saw was um, uh, George uh, Miller. Ooh, yeah, that'd be good. I'd, I'd watch that. Because he was supposed yeah. to direct that Justice League movie ten years ago, remember that? Right, with the fucking Lone Ranger in it, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, that poor guy. That poor guy. <laughs> that poor guy. What is he doing these days? I completely forgot his fucking name. Fucking oh, it's Arm and Hammer baking soda. Army Hammer. There it is. <laughs> yep. There it is. Army fucking Hammer. Yeah, I, I still wanted him to play Batman in. in yeah, a, he'd, I think he'd do well. He is. He he is got some good stature. He's he's a good looking yeah. guy. He's got a good voice. Uh, he's got three movies currently. Fi- oh shit! He's in Cars three. Nailed it. (laughs) He's working. working. Oh, yeah, he's working. He's got uh, two movies in post-production and currently filming Cars 3. Yeah. So, you know, he's on set of Cars 3 right now. He's doing stuff. Of course. (laughs) You know, he's he's in the pit of Cars 3. Yeah. Doing all that. uh, He's carsing it up. Yeah, doing, like, motion capture and stuff, I'm sure. Yeah, rolling around. I love that uh, in this article it says, as of this writing, 3,100 people have signed the petition for Zack Snyder. That sounds about right. 3,000 people. That's all you got. 3,000 people. Well, that's that. That's every person who really liked Batman v Superman, I think. You Except know what? Maybe for- you're right. And, and in that case, through that prism, I suppose that makes sense. <laughs> because if you were super fucking into Batman v Superman, why would you not want him to come back? Yeah, and, you know, even the people who liked Batman v Superman will say that the Batman stuff was the best parts. Well, yeah. I didn't like it, and I said that was the best part. <laughs> so maybe you should sign this petition, Lee. You know what? Um, <laughs> how about this ticket? This petition eats my ass. How about that? <laughs> that, that, that that's equally... Uh, what if, what if it did? Would you sign it then? I might. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go get my laptop. I'm going to go to change.org. I'm going to pull up this petition. I'm going to sign it. And before I press enter, I'm going to throw my laptop out the window. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to pour a hot cup of coffee on it. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Ridiculous. Uh, this next Fucking story, nerds. Fucking nerds. This next story is kind of fucked up. And I've always wondered... They voted for Trump. If more of this shit... Uh, <laughs> oh, I could see that. I could see definitely oh, totally. that fucking Venn diagram of those 3,100 people who want Zack yeah. Snyder to vote yeah. to direct the Batman and people that voted for Trump is probably... It, it might not be a perfect circle, <laughs> but those those circles are pretty close, I'd say. Yeah. As they're signing their name, they're they're also signing take that SJWs. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, 
in my they, time they, of being at Comic Cons, even uh, especially uh, after hours, I've always wondered about the unspoken uh, agreement everyone has about you know let, don't fuck with my booth, don't steal my shit. About the the magic impenetrable powers of a set of Star Wars bed sheets. Yes, yes. Or in India, what they do is they they uh, uh, put packing tape around their whole booth. Like like a packing. Jesus, that sounds like fucking a lot of work. Like a like a packing <laughs> tape prison. <laughs> Which you know you got a pair of scissors and you're in business. <laughs> All right. yeah. But uh, this story is at New York Comic Con last year. Um, uh, the Eagle Moss Collections booth, which Eagle Moss, I know specifically from doing the 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 chess pieces. Yes. Ho- Jose was getting them for a while there. I think he got maybe uh, a quarter of a chess set put together. Oh, yeah, that's pretty much what everyone does. Yep, and those things are they're like forty bucks a pop, almost. I think. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's too much money. That's too much goddamn money. And the chessboard that they have... Wait, 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 wait. Someone was ripping off Jose. Because those are $16 a piece. Okay, okay, $16 a piece. <laughs> I, I'm... I was just... Uh, Freeballing there. I'm just just making sure our boy wasn't getting taken. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> it was it was official Eagle Moss, I'm pretty sure. But, like, the... They... You never... The part of the subscription was not a chessboard. You had to buy no. the chessboard separately, and the chessboard sucked. It was yeah, shitty. Yeah, that's the thing that doesn't make any goddamn sense. Like, the pieces are great, but the chessboard sucks balls. <laughs> so, uh, Eagle Moss, a bunch of shit came up missing from their booth. So, they went to the uh, the videotape, and they found a bunch of people uh, grabbing shit. Four people grabbing shit and bringing it to the Vintage Movie Posters booth. Uh, they... <laughs> The uh, report Looking inside job the whole time. <laughs> the report named four people: uh, Frank Patz, who uh, is the organizer of Long Island Convention Eternal Con, which I believe Eternal Con is a He-Man convention that uh, that tracks may yeah, may that. have been on the same weekend as Special Edition one year. And that was one of the reasons Special Edition had low turnout. Uh, But he was arrested, Frank Patz. And then the other three were not charged. Uh, But they've all been banned from entering the Javits Center or all future Read Pop events. Yeah, well, you know, you you, you can't do that. (laughs) You just can't do that. (laughs) I remember uh, our first C2E2 at the McCormick Place, you know, say hypothetically... You don't want to pay $4 for a Pepsi at the bar. Hypothetically. <laughs> uh, there is like a vending machine kind of like way down uh, the middle of that long-ass hallway from the hotel to the convention center. Yep. So, you know, remember oh, Nicole and I making a trip down that way or whatever, and she's like, so what's the floor situation like right now? I'm like, I guess I don't know. I've never seen one of these. And so we just got down closer, and, you know, the entire giant fucking enormous interest of the sofa floor is just open as open can be. Like, not even so much as, like, a velvet rope between us and, like, all of that shit. And I'm like, this... Not even a single security guard? No. Not one. Oh. Not one. Not a single one. I think we, st- we stood there for a while. 
casing the joint? <laughs> kind of, yes. Uh, and, you know, eventually somebody came by on a Segway. But it, we were there for a hot minute before anyone showed up, which is fucking weird. Because, you know, it's it's just it's it's scumbag Christmas in there, man. It's like, it makes half the fucking bit of gumption to go back there. It's nuts. Yeah. Because, you know, your Star Wars bed sheets aren't going to do shit. Yeah, it's like every booth is trying to make a pillow fort with their bed sheets hanging all, all over everything. How is it not a bigger problem? It's so wild. Yeah, I guess I guess you got to respect the honor system of it all. I yeah. think it's, it's yeah. cool. It's great that it's not a bigger problem, but it's very surprising. It is. A, it's supposed to be a community there, and you know, obviously they have uh, security cameras, or else this uh, this this whole thing wouldn't have been resolved like it was. Yeah, true enough. Well, that's just shitty work, man. You could. There's many ways you can get around that. Did shit. I ever tell the story of? It was probably. It it might have been uh, 2013, the year. That we went straight from Chicago to Ohio for the wedding. And it was Sunday night. We were doing daily recaps. And finished the recap, but needed to upload it. And the Wi-Fi in the hotel room and in the lobby was shitty. But the Wi-Fi at McCormick was fast as fuck. Right. So I carried my laptop into the long hallway, the lobby of McCormick, and set up on a trash can in the dark <laughs> in a hoodie while I uploaded a video to YouTube and I I looked like something out of watchdogs. I looked like <laughs> I was I was gonna fucking blow up the joint. And it, it took probably twenty minutes before a security guard stopped me and you know I I had to do the whole I know this looks bad. <laughs> <laughs> just just trying to get this upload. Just give me a little bit of time. She was she was on my ass too. Like but I got that shit uploaded. It's a fucking trip. And then the final story is because of his involvement with the Trump administration, we're gonna get more and more Ike Perlmutter sightings. And he uh I I believe it was the beat article that I read earlier today that was like, you know, for 70-something years old, I think like 78 years old, guy looks pretty good, so I don't think he's leaving Marvel anytime soon. <laughs> well, no, but that's what happens when you, I think that scientifically, that's what happens if you, like, bathe in the blood of the young. Yes, yes. I, I think, it, I think it, it, at the very least, it slows it down. Like, I'm not going to say he's going to live forever, but he'll live longer than we do, for sure. This fucking guy is a ghoul. That's <laughs> 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 a fucking... Ghoul. He looks Jesus. like an extra, like like a like a featured extra in the background of some creepy Illuminati meeting, like a skull and bones type shit. He looks like a skull and bones, or like he looks like the villain in every movie you've seen, where a band of plucky preteens take down a bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Like, he was the villain of at least two Olsen twin movies back in the day. <laughs> uh, remember when the Olsen twins had movies? New York yeah. Minute. <laughs> and the, Paul Giamatti's in one of those fucking things, isn't he? Um, No, I'm thinking the one with the uh, fucking... Frankie Muniz. Yeah, that's yeah Big about. Fat Liar. That's where, it. He, where he turns blue. <laughs> yeah. Uh, classic. Now, New York Minute was the one where Eugene Levy was a truancy officer. Oh. And that was like Why their the 
fuck do I know that? And that was their first <laughs> big like movie as like teens. I've never seen that movie before. I've, I've never, never seen, seen that. Why do I know that? Hey, man, I, I pulled it out of my ass first, so don't blame yourself. <laughs> and then on Bleeding Cool with this uh, article about Ike Perlmutter, uh, one of the links on the side from the web, sponsored links, uh, the headline is, Elizabeth Shue was famous in the 90s. Where is she now? It's like, Elizabeth Shue was famous in the 2000s, too, you guys. Like, right. she's still alive. She's still working, I'm pretty sure. And, you know, Elizabeth Shue will always be remembered in popcast history as preteen tits. <laughs> you guys, you, you, do you remember that, Lee? <laughs> Maybe not. When I was, I was, uh, I had just watched Karate Kid again for the first time in a while. And Elizabeth okay. Shue is, is the girl in that. Yeah. And, and I made some comment like, Oh man, she just looks so young and her her preteen tits, but I don't think she was preteen. I used the word oh, preteen. I used the word preteen wrong and it was uh it was a n- notorious podcast moment. But that Jeez, I must have I, been on that one. I no, I think you were. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll always I always associate that with Elizabeth Shue. She's That's got fantastic. two mo- two movies in post production in 2017. She didn't do the Cars anything three. <laughs> she didn't do anything in 2016 but uh she was on that guys- show she was on that show with patrick stewart blunt talk in 2015 and she was on csi from 2012 to 2015 so fuck off horrible clickbait article yeah fuck you do you guys see pictures of uh chrissy brinkley in the swimsuit this year? holy shit <laughs> I saw it on Wendy. What, 60, 64 years old she is? Yeah. God bless her. And That's fantastic. Her like, one daughter that is her daughter with Billy Joel. Oh, you can tell that's Billy Joel's daughter. It's weird. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Her yeah. other daughter looks like Christy Brinkley, but the one daughter definitely looks like hot Billy Joel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's fucking wild. That's man. nuts, like, man. Like, good, good for her, man. It's like, look what can happen if you like legit take care of yourself. <laughs> it's like, oh, all right, fucking wild. Yeah, good for her. Big time, good for her. That is the news. Right on. Let's uh let's talk about comic books. Get the fuck out of here. Let us talk about the comic. Books. The problem with right. comic books is that it comes off on your hands yeah, every yeah, time you turn the page. You have to yep. wash your hands. Straight up. She might actually be the uptown girl. <laughs> Possible. Uh, all right. See, so yeah, I'm, I'm I'm a little behind. I haven't got up with any of everything because you know, been take care of my fucking kids and everything else. It's it's hard out there for a pimp. Uh, but man, um, Batman sixteen is fucking great. Yeah, bat- this whole Tom King run has been so good. It really has been, man. Like, and I like that they they're picking up the Bane stuff. Uh, they're building off the little kind of two-issue thing with Catwoman that kind of, you know, made it... Well, she's not, actually not suddenly a mass murderer, which I was very happy to find out, you know? I loved that two-parter. It w- yeah. it made her and Batman the most human they've been in years. And I like when they, uh, they're telling each other their stories about how they first met. Yes. And so it's like, you know, the classic, you know, the, the Batman story from the 40s where they first meet intercut with year one. 
you know, where they first meet. It's really well done. Really, really beautiful. But I like this. This issue is, you know, Bane's coming for Batman, you know, so he's kind of getting everyone together, you know, kind of stealing the troops a little bit by telling them to leave. And all this takes place at a restaurant called Bat Burger, and I love everything about that sequence. <laughs> like, this kid asks him, like, that's Bruce Wayne, do you want to jokerize the fries? And he says, jokerize? And he goes like, yeah, it's, you know, seasoning. It's, you know, green and red stuff, whatever. And, you know, <laughs> Dave Finch draws his best Bruce Wayne is not impressed face at this whole fucking thing. But, you know, you get to see... Maybe for the first time, if I'm not mistaken, you know, Dick and Jason and Damien and uh, Bruce there with, uh, fuck, what's his name? Not Robin. Oh, uh, Duke. Duke, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't think they've all been in the same place together yet, and that's pretty great, you know? Like, the the banjo between the, all the old Robins is cool, and, you know, Bruce tells him to get out of town, like, let me handle this, you know. I'll take care of Bane while whatever. All the while he's trying to eat a hamburger with a knife and fork and like Duke can't handle it. <laughs> the fact that he has a knife and fork, it's just, <laughs> it's good driving the plot forward. Bane's coming, saying the stage stuff while also being this really, you know, kind of sweet character scene with these four guys, you know, and Batman. I don't know. It was just fucking massively crafted. I fucking loved it. Great. And then that final scene, that final page, I should say, rather, oh, yeah, <laughs> really fucked me up. Like, that's a hell of a way to end an issue <laughs> of anything. So, yeah, Jesus Christ. Good stuff. Really, really fucking good. Uh, did you read... Th- are you reading this Inhumans vs. X-Men nonsense, Kelly? <laughs> no. Okay, neither am I. I was just I just didn't know if anyone knew what the fuck was happening. Like, what is it? What does it fucking matter? Dumb, dumb. <laughs> fucking dumb. I flipped through the first issue and saw that they're going to have Phantom X poison lockjaw, and I said, fuck this. What? Yeah. Uh, makes Why sense, would he though. poison a big doggy? I guess because, uh, I mean, tactically it makes sense. Yeah, and I, I made this point on Twitter. No one ever remembers that he is people. <laughs> that had that had never occurred to me not one time until you made that point on Twitter. I'm like, shit, you're right. He was born a dude, and then he, he got into being yeah. a doggy. Which, the same way with a uh, fucking Eldrak, like that was a guy, and then became a fucking door. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, gotta I, fuck I, you up to all of a sudden just be a dog, and to now just pretty much accepting that you're a dog. Yeah, so why don't they want them to blow up this cloud again? Because <laughs> it'll kill them. I don't. I don't know. Well, that's the like the fundamental problem with like you know Civil War Two was dumb because it's a wrong, a clearly wrong side. Just like this Inhuman versus X Men story has a clearly wrong side. Like you know, from what I gathered from the little pre prologue series, which I did read for some dumbass reason, you know, Beast found out that the Terrigen cloud which is toxic to some mutants, depending on who's writing the book at what time. Uh, <laughs> it's about to disperse, so, like, you know, it's not going to be a traveling cloud anymore. It's going to make the whole fucking planet uninhabitable to mutants, you know. 
So the plan is we got to blow this fucking cloud up like Scott blew up the last cloud or whatever. And so then humans go to war with them about it, which, like, the options are an entire race of people die or regular people who don't have powers don't ever get powers. Like, that's not a compelling argument for the Inhumans. Like, I mean, and again, I don't know if there's any kind of fucking nuances to the story in the book or not, but just the it's a it's a stupid stupid fight. Just like I don't remember what the Avengers fought the X Men over back in the day when that happened. I remember that being fucking dumb too. Like they get so yeah. excited about making good guys fight good guys that they don't bother to make sense of what they're fighting about. Because you know, hey, Civil War was really popular. Well, yeah, well, that one you could actually see both sides of the argument. But what if we just keep doing it oh and they'll just keep selling comic books i see damn what they're about that doesn't matter <laughs> fucking nonsense uh hawkeye number three is pretty cool um unlike kate bishop like what she's doing that's pretty fucking fun uh i read the bullseye number one too that was pretty cool i kind of forgot that he was alive and i'm like oh shit i'll read a bullseye story why not uh you know he's working um you know Odd jobs killing people. When that's some of my favorite bullseye. I like that quite a lot. Uh, and then I'm about halfway through the Ghostbusters annual because it's a really fucking thick ass uh, story with the uh, issue with like, I think it's like in there 60 pages. A lot, a lot of stuff in there. But it's a lot of little one offs. And the first story in there is called Where Winston Was. And it's super fucking meta where I think it's Aaron. Um, Eric Burnham and I think maybe the colorist or the editor are sitting at a diner with Winston talking to him about where he was during the boys' trial in Ghostbusters 2. He's like, we saw you there at the beginning, but where did you go? And it's about this very mild, non-exciting adventure he had like right outside the doors, <laughs> like it's, which is kind of a cute thing to do. It was neat. Um, and then uh, last thing, this um, fuck man, Lost Light number two, Transformers. It's it's really good. It's really, really good. I'm so glad they're back after you know such a long break, man. But it's fucking wonderful. It's uh, the crew and they're trapped. Well, you know, A and B plot. The A plot is you know Rodimus Megatron and some of the you know kind of big players uh, have somehow found themselves in an alternate reality where the Functionist sect of Ancient Cybertron won. There was never a war. There was no war because uh, Megatron was killed way back in the day. So it's this crazy like they, they back to the future toot it where there was no Megatron. So there was no war. So the functionist rule, meaning, you know, what you turn into determines your role in society. No questions asked. That's it. You know, so that that's kind of the that's, you know, robot civil rights, for lack of a better term. And it's fucking compelling as hell. And, you know, and you got some uh, new characters on the necro planet which is kind of fun they're, they're fun too but let me them robot stories love them robots how, uh, how far are you with your dive into those books kelly i fell off but actually today i started to get back on i'm halfway through the volume eight of the phase one hardcovers so i'm oh, phase one. Oh shit yeah i'm just oh. through yeah so i fin- i read heart of darkness for the first time today that's a weird one I, I hadn't read that because I think it was originally came out as a miniseries. Yeah. 
And yeah. I was only getting the ongoing at that time, so I never read any of that stuff. But the um, I, I didn't know I, you, just, I didn't realize you'd gone that far back. There's some weird shit in there. I had only I I started at All Hail Megatron. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so I read volumes. So I grabbed volumes five through eight of the All right. new Phase That's One. That's solid. That's solid. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So today I just read the two issue story where it's just like. Uh, Optimus and Megatron sitting and talking about their past. Oh, where he's uh, he's like cuffed to the yes, Supreme. Yeah, that's fucking great. A Those... lot of that. That's actually the first stuff James Roberts wrote. So the yeah, guy that writes and... the eye. So a lot of that shit carries over into more than meets the eye, and it's really solid. Yeah, I just remember how how great that was the first time I read through it, and it still holds up. Yeah, just them sitting around talking and like uh, them trading war stories. Like, there's that crazy two page spread where like each one is in their like hologram battle dome, just like coordinating all these attacks and shit like that. It's wild. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, those Transformers books are real good. Yeah, it's great. What else you got, Kelly? Not much. In all honesty, I pr- pretty much don't remember anything I read on Thursday. <laughs> because you brain... didn't read or because you're in a fever dream? <laughs> I read it all, but my brain didn't work so well, so I don't remember much of anything. I know it took me a long time to read. That's that's fair, man. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I never learned to read. <laughs> I just know words really good, but I don't, I don't know how to read. <laughs> but yeah, t- so today I read some uh, Transformers comics, and I read uh, some Dragon Ball, because I'm still making my way through that. Oh, right on. And then I decided when I finish Dragon Ball, I'm going to try and get through One Piece, which volume 81 is being released tomorrow. I was about to say, aren't there like a million of those? Yeah. But luckily, Viz does these nice three-in-one books, so they're like 15 bucks for three volumes. And that's really cheap when you think about it. Oh, no, it's super cheap, but besides... I don't have that kind of time. That's fucking. I crazy. remembered reading it when I was growing up, when in like eighth grade, and I was I always enjoyed it, but then I just fell off because Shonen Jump, a lot of the books in there, a lot of the manga that was in there got shitty, so I just stopped reading it, and I totally fell off. But then I watched. There's this guy. I watch a bunch of his videos on YouTube, and he made a good one about One Piece, and I was like, God damn it! <laughs> I want to read all this shit again. And I actually didn't know that apparently it goes in real time for the most part. So, like, 20 years has passed over the course of the book, which is actually pretty cool. That is kind of cool. Yeah, I, I remember going into, like, a, you know, crunchy, the Crunchyroll app one time or something. And, like, hey, do you want to watch episode 700 of One Piece? I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? They're still making this as a show, too? Jesus. <laughs> no. No, I don't. Like, there's a shitload of those. And apparently they're, like, on, you know... Season 27 of uh, Case Closed. Oh, yeah, some, that's super long. Some weird anime that, like, I remember from Toonami back in the day going, I don't want to watch that. Yeah. Somebody does. They're still making it. Is that the one with the objection guy? No, that's Phoenix Wright. Uh, Phoenix Wright, now, attorney this is just, of law. Uh, some, I think it's the little boy detective, I think, of some kind. I'm yeah, gathering. I think he, he, he uses, like, a yo-yo as a weapon. I could be wrong on that. Yeah, I'm guessing that doesn't progress in real time because he's still a little boy. Yeah, 
I think Case Closed is one of those things that's like huge in Japan, but never really caught on here, even among the people that are like really into anime and shit. So strange. Um, talking about like Dragon Ball and stuff like that, there was a long time where I thought the Z at the end of Dragon Ball Z was just kind of like how the Dudley boys used a Z at the end of their name, or like <laughs> the Hardy boys, so it was just Dragon Balls. Dragon Balls. That's a fair thing to think. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah, that's not an unre- unreasonable leap to make. I'm almost at the Dragon Balls time. I have one more volume to go, and then I'll be huh. into the Dragon Balls. Where you're on Dragon Ball Y? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Man, Dragon Ball is so good. Like, I think I might actually enjoy Dragon Ball more than Dragon Ball Z. And it's funny, right? It's like a comedy, right? Kind of, but it's more... Like, it's very much reliant on fighting tournaments and shit, and I I love that shit. Like, if you put a fighting tournament in your manga, chances are I'll read it. <laughs> <laughs> love a good tournament. But yeah, it's so it's much more like martial arts based and the power levels aren't as insane yet. And it is more on the funny side. But I will argue that Dragon Ball Z always does have that kind of Toriyama comedy throughout. Yeah, I would say so, yeah. It's not as turned up as it is in Dragon Ball. Right on. Not as turnt. Yes. Not as straight lit, fam. Yeah, it's it's, not, it's, it's it's, no, it's nowhere near as lit, fam. <laughs> <laughs> what you got, Nice? I got two things. Uh, first, uh, did we all remember watching the uh, trailer for that Powerless TV show that's based in the DC Universe where they work at a, uh, a company? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that fucking started, right. That started last week, and, and we all saw the trailers for it, and we all thought it looked pretty, pretty goddamn awful. <laughs> and uh, I don't know what it was that compelled me to watch it, but uh, me and Mary sat down to watch it, and you know what? It's kind of stupid, kind of goofy, real cartoony, but it's kind of fun to watch. Really? <laughs> like, All right. the company that they work for is a subsidiary of Wayne Enterprises, and their main claim to fame is that they made a um, Joker gas EpiPen, pretty much. So so there's, you know, and the Joker EpiPen is purple and green, and it has the fucking old school, you know, Joker face logo on it. And, you know, the the opening sequence, you see Starro taking out a building, and there's a lot of cool little uh, DC references in it, and it's super cartoony. It looks, visually, it looks like, community it looks like the way that they shot community very colorful very absurdist and um vanessa hudgens is she has a nice face that i like to look at that seems such like a weird thing how's it gonna how does that play to like normies i don't know if it does because it did not get good ratings (laughs) but this week this this week uh she goes on a blind date or uh, she she finds a boyfriend that she really likes and realizes he's one of the Riddler's henchmen with the question mark on his sweater. Ah. Like, that's the kind of show you're in for. Wow. 
okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's an interesting choice. It, I would say, give it a shot. It's probably not going to be around for long. <laughs> give it a shot while you can. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then the other thing I watched was ESPN did a 30 for 30 about the XFL, and I suggest... I'm listening to the guy that God. made that on a podcast, and it sounds fucking riveting. I'm so mad I missed it. And then fucking ESPN was supposed to air it during the Super Bowl, but they aired a different 30 for 30. Uh, well, those was, usually... It, I had it all DVR'd, it was set up, I go to watch it, and it's about fucking Allen Iverson. Well, I, I got so mad. I gotta thank Tito for getting me, giving me the heads up when it was starting, uh, I think it was Wednesday night. Uh, really fun to watch, you know, like XFL, like that was the thick of it. That was the attitude era. I went to an XFL game in Orlando. Really? Yeah. An Orlando rage game with my dad and Jose at the Orlando Citrus Bowl. Now the camping world stadium where they're going to have WrestleMania. Uh, I remember I'm hearing this guy on this podcast talking about it. This the guy that made the thing and just, it's, um, it just sounds um, like they just had such Bad luck at the very beginning. Yeah, it's Dick Ebersol's son directs it. Yeah, I and, did not know that until Dick, the, the, today. Dick Ebersol and Vince McMahon were 50-50 owners of uh, XFL. And Dick Ebersol helped, you know, start WrestleMania and, uh, and Saturday Night's main event. Saturday Night Live. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fucking co-create Saturday Night Live, yeah. It's cool, man. Like, if you're into wrestling and you remember the XFL era, I would strongly suggest watching it because it's it's fun yeah i give zero fucks about football but that is an interesting story it is <laughs> and it kind of shows the the balls and the excess of 2001 era of vince mcmahon and wwf where it's like <laughs> fuck it let's take on the nfl <laughs> yeah like, and he hadn't even beat wcw at that point and he's ready to take on the nfl it was funny on um, Saturday. Me and my coworker Steve had to explain to our other coworker Lorenzo what the XFL was, because he's like just eighteen, so he has no concept of what he it was, was fucking two years old. <laughs> yeah, so we're explaining this to him, and he's like, "So it was." Like, Vince McMahon doing football, so it was, like, all predetermined? We're like, no, no, no. No, it's, like, a real, like, TV, like, a football thing. And he's like, so it's, like, a, like a TV show? <laughs> like, no, 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 like, a game. Like, it's just football made by Vince McMahon. Right, right. With slightly confusing different rules. Yes, yes. Yeah. For, for those that don't know what the XFL is, it was a new uh, alternative pro football league started by Vince McMahon and Dick Ebersol from NBC that was promised the old school smash mouth football claiming that the NFL had gotten too pussyfied with all the rules and such and it was it was going to be just hard hitting fucking no fair catch shit like that shit that uh, sped up the game and made the game more violent essentially and it also, because Vince McMahon was involved, it had all those WWF Attitude Era touches to it. Like, Yeah, they were looking for characters, too. Yes, yeah. yes. Like, the players got to hate pick me. nicknames for the backs of their jerseys. Like, he hate me, the most famous one. Uh, the cheerleaders were very provocative. Uh, you know, instead of a coin toss, they did an opening scramble where they put the ball at 
center field and then two guys ran for it and people were just getting injured every week. The so, guy that on the, uh, the Chris Jericho podcast, he was talking to the guy that made the doc and he said that uh, in the first like, you know, scrimmage games, six people involved in the scramble broke their arms <laughs> yeah. the whole fucking season. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you That's also nuts. got paid more for winning. So it was uh, merit based. You know, you weren't getting, you know, big million dollar babies with their multi-million dollar contract, whether they win or lose. These guys were were blue collar football players playing their fucking asses off to try and feed their families. And they put this guy saw they put steady cam operators yes. on the field the while cam. the game was being played. The Bubba cam, yep. And, you know, they pretty much uh, revolutionized the way football is shot these days because, you know, oh, yeah. NFL has steady cam operators on the field now and they've got the, the sky cam. That was all XFL started all that shit. It's cool. Like, seek it out. I- I'm sorry you, mi- you-, you missed it, Kelly. <laughs> Sounds like an interesting story. They were talking about how uh, Vince and Dick Ebersol put in $100 million each yeah. to-, to get it going. But then he said that back at that time, NBC was paying the NFL something like you know five hundred you know billion dollars something like that five hundred million dollars to basically like you know license the NFL for that year, but they would only ever make back like three hundred and eighty million bucks. So every year, year over year, they were losing like a hundred and twenty million dollars every year. Yeah, just by playing football on NBC. The the XFL came about because NBC lost the NFL. You know, they they didn't want to pay the money for it anymore and it went to Fox and CBS. So So like even though it was a cataclysmic failure, <laughs> they still came out more ahead than if they'd done the NFL again <laughs> for another year. Yeah, essentially. Just fucking bonkers to me. <laughs> Absolutely crazy. Absolutely crazy nuts and that's it for me all right i'm gonna throw this picture in the chat real quick for juggalo john uh here's some uh, xfl cheerleaders wearing straight <laughs> up fucking nylons and garters yeah it was very much like a basketball and um you, you so you ever, close to basketball <laughs> you ever you, have you ever seen the replacements with Keanu reeves Yes, where I love that movie. The the replacements is a great fucking movie. It's where great the movie. NFL goes on strike, they hire a bunch of scrubs, and then they also have to hire a bunch of uh, strippers as cheerleaders. <laughs> yeah. Again, don't give a fuck about football, but I love the replacements so much. Replacements has an amazing cast: Keanu Reeves, John Favreau, Orlando uh, Jones. Yeah, Orlando Jones. Orlando Jones. Uh, who, was the, who was the guy that played... No, it wasn't Paul Bettany. It was the guy who played Lizard. Oh, uh, Reese Davies? Yeah, 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 that guy. Yeah. In my mind, I've recasted that as Paul Bettany. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't get the name wrong. I see it's him in my mind. <laughs> like, wow, all right. I, uh, I would have... I would have bet you $5 it was Paul Bettany. 
Comedy Central has been replaying Little Nicky lately, and I, I keep catching it because I love Little Nicky. I fucking no, love. Dude, that gets a lot of shit. It's a fun movie. I love Little Nicky, and one of the best parts is Reese Davies as uh, Cassius. No, Cassius is uh, Debo. It, it he he plays one of the devil's sons, and he becomes yeah. king of hell, and he's taking over Earth. And everybody's crowded around because everybody's partying with with uh, the new devil, and he he says, "Now, ladies and gentlemen, I give you Henry Winkler." And Henry Winkler comes out, and everybody cheers for Henry Winkler, covered in bees. <laughs> <laughs> and then bees attack Henry Winkler. Uh, that movie's fucking. I fun. love that shit. I love it. Fuck who you are. It fun. I said before I on Twitter. Fun. Little Nicky is the Avengers of the Happy Madison Extended Universe. <laughs> yeah, it very much is. Because you got Chubbs in there. You got the fucking uh, You Can Do It guy. Uh, so so many uh, characters and actors from previous Happy Madison movies in there. It's fun. That's, yeah, that's our show this week. Fuck it. It was a good time. That was a fun one. I liked it. You Let's Can Do it, it. Cover Winkler and Bees. <laughs> <laughs> oh god email us popcast at pals on pages.com we'll leave a voicemail 616-951-1 pop uh, I had some people asking me on twitter about uh, hashtag likes japan shit so that's cool yeah um, we recorded so last night without kelly because he was nope not well I, I was I, <laughs> I sent him a message and I was like cool I'm going to bed yeah it was it was like at 9 o'clock like hey it's gonna be great yeah it's gonna be fucking fun and then the next message is, I was wrong. I was real wrong. <laughs> not okay at all. Like, okay, that's all right. It's cool. Well, I think yeah, it's... Me, John Michael and Zero. Oh, uh, shit. Zero? Yeah. Yeah, because that guy, like, you know, studied Japanese in college. Like, he's, like, fucking alpha level like Japan. <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> yeah, he... <laughs> <That> motherfucker's legit. <laughs> that motherfucker lives Japan shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're, we're we're just playing. He's living that shit. Yeah, I think it's funny that a few weeks ago we were talking about like the future of pop and the popcast and all that. And Lee at some point was like, "Oh, you know, we could just like you know keep doing the podcast and just change the name." And I was like, "Oh no, we keep the name." And then all of a sudden, new podcast. Everyone but Nye's on the show. <laughs> <laughs> just slowly pushing me out. Jose, Jose was not, not either. I'm yeah. kidding. I'm kidding. Jose hasn't been on this show the past two weeks. I feel like we should get Jose on Likes Japan show yeah. and make him watch some weird-ass <laughs> anime. No, you know what? That is a great fucking idea to have non-Japan shit people on the show but give them homework beforehand like a book club. <laughs> yeah. Or like a, or like a like Common Rider Amazons. Something like that. It's yeah. like fucking weird. Oh, Jose shit. would love that shit. You need a they Japan shit that. dummy like me, to have homework and then come on and be like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> have, uh, uh, speaking of Japan shit, have you guys seen the new poster for Skull Island? Oh, yeah, that is rad as hell. A straight-up yeah. kaiju poster. And yeah, they had cool. a, a Super Bowl spot, which showed a lot of shit. Like, there's some fucking monsters in that movie. Yeah, I'm probably not going to see it, though. 
I, I'm remaining optimistic. I didn't care much for the gut. I, I care less for the Godzilla movie that they made here with every passing day. But <laughs> it looks not bad. Yeah, but I mean, like it looks fine. It's just you know I got to be very uh very careful with my favorites. I call in for watching my kids. I can't do one for Kong. True. Fuck that. True. True. You you make a good point. Yeah, but guess, you know yeah. that means I'll see that one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I told you before. See every movie, Kelly. Watch them all because the day is going to come where you can't watch them anymore. Live okay? your life, Kelly. Live your life. Nope. I'll kick. I'll continue making my dumb movie choices. Watch them all. They're not dumb. You I like them. You like them. <laughs> I really want to see Split. You guys. I really want to see Split. It's not going to fucking happen. Like, <laughs> it's not going to happen. And this week, I want to take my lady out. I want to see them Fifty Shades. I, mean, I, forgot. I like the Fifty Shades movie. Well, I, I want to see the second one too. But also, I want to see that Lego Batman movie. I gotta make a choice. Oh, but, uh, uh, Lego Batman is the right choice. But you can yeah. use the kids in ex- as an excuse for Lego Batman. Yeah, like you can't jerk off to Lego Batman, but like maybe you can. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> market Mahoney. <laughs> You're not my fucking supervisor. <laughs> So yeah, it's, 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 you gotta make some tough calls sometimes, man. I but thought yeah. for sure that that uh, Skull Island movie was gonna be a summer movie, and then we're at Walmart, and I'm looking at this Kevin Owens action figure, and I see a gigantic Kong sitting there. I'm like, what the fuck is this doing here so soon? No, that thing comes out at the end of March. Wow. Yeah. Because hell, because the summer movie season now starts in March. Right. Exactly. Yeah, that's Thanks. true. Thanks. Thanks, Fast and the Furious and Batman v Superman. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. wasn't three hundred? Wasn't Winter Soldier in March too? Maybe, Maybe that was April. Well, yeah, three hundred. You're right. Yeah, three hundred started it. They fucked us. That that uh, March that three hundred came out. That was the same March that the Rock's Walking Tall came out and the Dawn of the Dead remake came out. And I was like, this is the golden age of cinema. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, I saw three movies this month that were fucking awesome. Yeah. That Walking Tall is really good. It is good. It's a good movie. Fuck that Dawn of the Dead is really good too. Though. Oh yeah, up. it is. Love that Dawn of the Dead. Like Zack Snyder, dirtbag Ty Burrell. <laughs> Zack Snyder with a script by James Gunn. Yep. James Gunn wrote that one, huh? Yeah. Oh shit! Right I didn't on. know. Pretty sure. Let me double check for that. Fuck, I want to go watch Dawn of the Dead instead of going to sleep like a normal person. No, go to sleep. Two thousand and four. Holy crap! What? Yep. Jesus! <laughs> Where's the goddamn We're fucking old crew? See full cast and crew. Nuts. All right, we'll be back next week. Do the shit again. Hopefully, we'll uh, have Jose back because I think he got whatever plague is ravaging its way south. And uh, with any luck, he won't be one of the undead next week. So, yeah, uh, yeah. Speaking of, James Gunn did write the screenplay for the Dawn of the Dead remake with a credit to George A. Romero for the 1978 screenplay. Huh. I'll talk to you guys next week at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central at chat.panelsonpage.com. All right, night, kids. Love you. Bye. Oh, no. Underground, more. On a gotta give it all you got. So, no. Right, oh, I can't stop moving
It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away. Hey. 